Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. first time in my Christian life, I got excited about heaven. Do you understand heaven's supposed to be exciting? And if we're honest, for most of us, we give lip service to that. It doesn't really get us excited to think about passing through the curtain. Death freaks us out as Christians. Something's wrong with that picture. Meditating on heaven, meditating on what the Bible says to us about what awaits us. It'll get you through stuff. Are you excited for heaven? Like, truly excited? In today's message, Pastor Robert will encourage you to get excited about heaven. Oftentimes, we just say we're excited about heaven and don't give it a second thought. But why should we be excited? We will be with the Lord, and we will get to worship Him for eternity. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 5 as he continues his message, Reviled with Christ. Whatever it is, it'll diminish in value. Whatever it is, it is corruptible. You see what I mean? Whatever it is in this life, whatever treasures, whatever achievements, but not in the next. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's funny. When, when I was a kid, the idea of identity theft, it's like, who, you know what I mean? It was unheard of. It, it, didn't, it didn't happen. It, was, it just was unheard of. And today, it's commonplace. It, it's happening to... Cops, you know what I mean? It's, it, it's happening to, to people that you wouldn't think it would even be possible, but, it, but, it's, but it's happening. People are stealing other people's identities. People are, you know, stealing other people's houses for crying out loud. All sorts of crazy stuff. And, and there are a lot of people in our world today whose education is gonna be virtually worthless in 10, 15, 20 years. You know what I mean? because everything's changing so fast. I saw the coolest video this morning. A guy rigged up a bunch of robots. Now, some of it had to be you know, computer graphics and stuff, but this guy rigged up a bunch of robots and he had one playing a keyboard and one playing a guitar and another one playing the drums. And, you know, and, and it was all these industrial robots. I'm not talking about you know, that kind of robot. I'm talking about the, the, the robotic arm. You know, And you see these two robotic arms playing this keyboard. But then at the end of it, there's a laser that kind of slices everything up. And I'm like, okay, something's not real in all of this. It's, it's, but just the fact that they could even make it look so real, you know? Nothing will diminish in value. 
on the other side of the curtain. And the key to survival, please listen to me. The reason I'm harping on this is that the key to survival during times of persecution or, or even during times of sickness and struggle, and we've got so many in the family right now that are battling cancer and, you know, really, really hard times. The key to survival is given to us repeatedly in this Sermon on the Mount. The key to thriving while suffering is to spend time deliberately contemplating the bigger picture. That's why I, I am just relentless in my promotion of Randy Alcorn's book, Heaven. Because for me, it was life-changing. I read it when it first came out, and, and then I reread it later because it just challenged my thinking on heaven. I've been a pastor 20 years when I first read that book. And for the first time in my Christian life, I got excited about heaven. Do you understand heaven's supposed to be exciting? And if we're honest, for most of us, we give lip service to that. It doesn't really get us excited to think about passing through the curtain. Death freaks us out as Christians. Something's wrong with that picture. Meditating on heaven, meditating on what the Bible says to us about what awaits us, it'll get you through stuff. I spent a good, good bit of time studying stress and trauma and its effects and, and ways to mitigate the effects of stress on the human mind and body. Not long ago, I read a really interesting article. Um, I found it fascinating and it, it, and it rang true, but they, uh, they did a, some sort of little study about planning a vacation. And they found that planning a fun time, planning a getaway, planning a vacation does more to alleviate stress than the vacation. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? And of course, they, you know, went into some, you know, supposition about why, you know, some guesses about why that's, that's true. But, but what, what it really boiled down to was planning and thinking through what you want to do and, and where you, you know, where you want to go and, you know, you're going to rent a dirt bike and, you know, ride the trails in, you know, the California desert or you know, just, just thinking through what you're going to do, planning it causes the body to produce the, the positive hormones, the endorphins and stuff that, that kind of offsets our normal stress chemicals in the body. It, it has a positive effect on your mind and on your physical health. Just knowing that this little fun time is in your future helps you to cope with the stresses of the present. Because anytime, and think about it, it's like any time you're finding yourself wrestling, you know, it's like, man, just two months and I get to go and you see what I mean? If I can, you know, it's, it's Thursday, you know, just one more day, you know, and I can go to the beach or whatever it might be. But it, 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 it really does help. It really does serve to mitigate the stresses of the moment. It, it's a valid coping mechanism. Do you understand? It's the same principle. It's the same principle. Now, you know, let's say you got a ski trip planned to Colorado. Well, there, there may or may not be good powder on the ground, right? 
It may or may not work out the way you've hoped. You know, I remember a couple of years ago, we had put a lot of energy and effort and, and thought into planning a vacation. We were going to, you know, go to Denmark. It was an anniversary vacation kind of a thing. We were going to go to Denmark and visit Elizabeth's family. But, but we, we, you know, we also wanted to just, just do something fun, do something special. And, you know, but I remember praying like, you know, dear God, please, Lord, let this work out the way we hope. You know what I mean? Because so many things can go wrong. And especially when you, you know, you're, you're trying to fit in visiting with family and doing this and doing that. It's like so many things can go sideways in a trip. Please, Lord. Do you understand? If you're following Jesus, nothing's going to go sideways between here and heaven. The destination has been secured by him. That's the beautiful thing. He already knows you're a screw up. That's why he came. It's a beautiful deal when you think about it. He's like, just trust me. I have it all worked out. I have everything, I have prepared a place for you. I have paid for it. All you need to do is trust me. Just day by day, just trust me. Just keep looking up, I got this. That's what he said, you see what I mean? Nobody can steal it. No thief can come and, and rip it off. I was on vacation. Well, it wasn't a vacation. It was a missions trip. Mexico City, 1986. I got mugged in the middle of the street. They took everything. They took my, my wallet, my passport. You know, it was a mess. Because the only reason I could prove who I was was I went to American Express. They had an office in Mexico City. I went to American Express and answered all their questions and they issued me a card. I took the card to the American Embassy along with somebody else who would say, yeah, that's really him. And they gave me paperwork. They wouldn't give me a new passport, but they gave me paperwork so that I could fly out of Mexico, get home, come back through customs and immigration in Miami and then go through the process of getting a new passport and driver's license and, you know, all of that stuff. Nobody can do that to you between here and heaven. N nobody has the power, he said, to take you out of his hand. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We are so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Matthew. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time as you tune in? As we continue to produce programs and spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners, too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and Tracy's here with the details. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is! 
We need your support to continue to share God's Word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, Tracy, and thank you for joining us today to study Matthew. Join us next time for more right here on Main Thing Radio.